Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Severs and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us for uh, podcast number three this week. <laughs> we've, wow. we've got all kinds. We are just killing it with the podcast, Tim. We're podcast machines. And, and, and then you have your own podcast kind of coming out that you're going to add eventually here uh, called Some Good News or or The Good News or something like that. We, we I don't know if we have a title. But uh, it's going to be the audio from our radio show uh, that's on Wednesday nights, 107.5 FM in Palouse, where you share good news and you're going to grab the audio and throw it on the, the podcast. So that's, that's cool. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we do all kinds of creative arts. Tim is an artist. He draws stuff. I think you have a, a drawing right there oh, on your desk that you've been working on. Don't you? I mean, we're we're in the midst of a tense election season, but I had this book idea, the children's book idea. It never got to print. The publishers rejected it mainly because I didn't go to a publisher, uh, but it, it was called Little Donnie and Joey Go to Camp. Uh, and Tim actually made some artwork for it about Little Donnie and Joey. And the idea was uh, to try to get our presidential candidates to become friends at camp. And so here you got Little Donnie and Joey, uh, they got fishing poles and they're going to camp together and learning how to be friends together at camp. And what one of them's got a I love New York shirt. I assume that's Donnie. That's and little Joey and little Joey's got a Scranton PA hard knock life shirt because he's always talking about Scranton. Uh, that's awesome, Tim. I wanted to thank you for making yeah. that artwork. Uh, you, you, you demonstrated some of what our scriptural text is about today. You transformed a tense situation, the, the debates in the election season, into a fun little uh, piece of art there. And God, God kind of gave you that wonderful creative mind to, to uh, make that beautiful picture there. And I wish we had made the book together, Tim. Of, it, it's kind of past its due date now that the voting's already happened. But I think we could have made a million bucks if we made that story of little Donnie and little Joey go to kindergarten or go to camp and they have to learn how to be friends and get along. And, but I think we missed our window. What do you think? I, I think perhaps. Yeah. You know yeah. what, you know, I wouldn't put, I wouldn't put it past anything. I could see, you know, a Trump Biden rematch in four years. Who knows? <laughs> this crunchy is crazy. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Right. Uh, there have to be some things that change, book. but it's possible. Right. Yeah. So the idea was they go to camp as little kids and they learn all the lessons in life and they learn not learn to call to each other on. names. Yeah. Learn yeah. How to friends. Learn how to solve talk. problems. This was, and, this, you yeah. came up with this idea after the first debate, you remember? The first debacle? Oh, I mean, oh, debate. yeah, yeah, where they were, you know, at each other. So it was like, okay, kids, let's go to our separate corners here. <laughs> let's talk about how Didn't do we you interact. feel like that? Like, that's uh, what it felt like. It's like, over here, you over here. Yeah. yeah, it's like, let's have some respect and treat one another with kindness and come on, guys. Uh, they're the yeah. examples, you know? So yeah. yeah, I maybe we should, maybe, you know what we should do is we should finish the project and send them each a copy. There you go. Yeah. That's I all think that needs to happen. I think they'll think it's awesome, Tim. I think. And we might be put on some secret service list, but whatever. Maybe. Uh, so we don't usually we talk about politics this much. Uh, obviously, there's election this week. But I think one of the big things we, we want to keep in our mind is God can transform the difficult stuff in this world or the normal stuff, the tensions of this world, and make it good. It brings good of it. 
I mean, God brought his son into the world in a very difficult time. Tensions in Judea and Israel, uh, the Roman Empire, big, big ball of mess. I mean, intention. And yet God started his kingdom, the kingdom of God inside of that and transformed the world from there. I mean, yeah. you, you'd look and say, oh, where's the best potential? You know, where should I start something? And you probably wouldn't say, ah, let's let's make a kid grow up in a small town in Nazareth and occupy territory and we'll make him the king of kings. But that's exactly what God did. So God can come into a mess, folks, and do some beautiful, wonderful things for us. And we need to have eyes to see uh, what God wants to do in this world, in his kingdom. So um, I'm trying to segue from our current situation into the scripture. That was, was that great. successful? Yeah, yeah, I think that's good, you know. Yeah. And and uh, yeah, so we're, we're picking up the, I mean, we are in the gospel of John, which is all about good news, right? And today, not just good news, but good booze. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, because it, it, it is a book of good news, and that's going to offend some people, I think, Tim. But but Jesus is going to make some really good wine here. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what so the scripture says. Anyway. I wasn't there to taste it. No, you are not that old. No. Um, whoa, you have another hand. That was strange. I got a delivery. Do you? Oh, hello there, oh, lady. It's a guest appearance. <laughs> well, welcome, welcome. Dan, what do you call these? Uh, that's a rep reprise of dancing hands. Yes, oh. hands. yes, yes, yes. We had a controversy with Tracy earlier. This is really going to get off track because uh, Tim used a fancy word in one of our previous podcasts. The word is what is it, Tim? Reprise. Reprise. R e p r i s e. It's reprise. a It's a musical term. Reprise. Tim looked it up on a reputable website. What was the website, Tim? It's uh, the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. And then it has a pronunciation guide as well as the phonetic writing out of the word. I yeah. want Matt Zook to weigh in on this. Do, Tim, do you have that website up? Can you click uh, the reprise? Tracy says reprise. It's reprise. Uh, and, but Tim's going to go ahead and click the... Uh, the pronunciation of this here, and, and I think you um, have your viewers vote on is it reprise? You, you know what? We don't do that here. We don't define things by popular vote. We go to the Merriam-Webster dictionary <laughs> website. Well, Merriam-Webster is the authority. Let's see. Earth. Let's see what it says. Okay, here we go. Okay. Reprise. I reprise. Reprise. Now, one more time for good measure, Tim. Yep, yep. <laughs> reprise. Yeah, it still sounded like reprise. Reprise. It's right there with reprise. the with the long the long bar over the e, which I don't know okay. what that is. But this a. also connects to our text, and in no way am I calling your wife unspiritual when I make this connection, Tim. <laughs> but but sometimes people have ears to hear and eyes to see, and other people. Other people don't have ears to hear and eyes to see. There were people want, at the story that we're going to hear that didn't even know that there was a, that there wasn't even, they, they didn't know there was a miracle in their midst. Some people just can't see it. They can't hear it, you know? <laughs> well, enjoy your Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry we're picking on you, Tracy. Thank you for stopping by for the podcast. See you Hopefully all. we'll see you, see you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, maybe we'll have a reprise of Tracy soon, I hear, in a holiday podcast where you guys are going to do some fun activities together like you did over the summer. So uh, 
I know I've had a lot of people saying, when do we get Tracy back? We're tired of Corey. And, oh. and like, well, sorry, you know, uh, this is kind of my job. But, uh, <laughs> but no, we're going to have a reprise of Tracy Lee. But let's write it in her contract. Uh, not that we have contracts. That she has to do a reprise. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. And she has to say that. Every, yes. Every time. Yes. Every time. Every time. <laughs> the correct way. The correct way. Okay. Now this is where I admit that I didn't really know that that was a word when Tim said it. So, uh, yeah, I, yeah, you, both you and your wife are smarter with words than I am. So. Um, Okay, uh, so we've been talking about a scriptural text without actually reading it. It's Jesus making water into wine, a miracle story that starts or, or that happens in uh, a town called Cana in Galilee at a, at a wedding. And um, some people see the miracle and some people don't. That was kind of what I was referring to. So a miracle of transformation of water into wine happens at this party and Jesus knows about it, obviously. Uh, he involves some servants. His mother, Mary, knows about it, and his disciples find out about it. But there's a whole bunch of other people at the party. We don't know how many, but other people that drink the wine even, but they don't know it's miraculous wine. They know it's good tasting wine, but they don't know it's miraculous. And, and that's really interesting. So I want to read the story, Tim, and then I'm going to throw okay. it to you, and then you can throw it back to me, and then we'll wrap it up, okay? Okay. Uh, chapter 2 of John. On the third day, there was a wedding at Cana in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus also was invited to the wedding with his disciples. When the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, they have no wine. Really interesting. Okay, back in. Um, and, and Jesus said to her, woman, oh, he probably didn't say it like that. You probably, okay, I got to get the right tone. tone. And Jesus said to her, woman. What does this have to do with me? Okay. My hour has not yet come. And his mother said to the servants, do whatever he tells you. Now there were six stone water jars there for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding 20 or 30 gallons. Jesus said to the servants, fill the jars with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, now draw some of it out and take it to the master of the feast. So they took it. And when the master of the feast tasted the water, now become wine, and did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew, the master of the feast called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first, and when people have drunk freely, then the poor wine. But you have kept the good wine until now. This is the first of his signs Jesus did at Cana in Galilee, and manifested his glory, and the disciples believed in him. After this, he went to Capernaum with his mother and his brothers and his disciples, and they stayed there for a few days. Pretty cool story. Jesus' first public miracle. What do you think, Tim? Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really cool. Uh, <laughs> well, what know, jumps out to you? What, what, uh, what, you know, I know we've, we've had some Bible study on this this week. Uh, well, you know, there were... <laughs> where to start where to start okay <laughs> so um i guess I, you know well one of the things you pointed at was that some of the language well the interchange between mary and jesus is really interesting or uh, it is uh it's just it 
she's never called Mary. She's called Jesus's mother. And then he speaks to her in what seems kind of strange, if not rude language to us. Cause we wouldn't, I wouldn't say if I, if I called my mom or she was with me and I was like, woman, um, what does this have to do with me? She'd probably slap me. Right. Um, <laughs> and your mom probably would too. I, I'm betting. And, and uh, they can let us know if they, they listen and watch. She might give me a dirty look or maybe, or, maybe, or maybe, and that's probably all my mom would do. Cause she's not prone to violence, but um, yeah, it's this strange, strange interchange. And she doesn't, she doesn't like, ask him to do anything she doesn't tell him to do anything she just makes a statement like hey there's no wine <laughs> like, that's it right that's it they have no wine and then she tells the servants oh just just do what just do whatever he says which of course is great advice when it comes to jesus do whatever he says if we all did that we'd be much better off but right. it's a very strange dialogue to our modern ears i think so yeah yeah, they, they have no wine. What 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 else? What was the tone of voice? What was she hinting at? What did she know that she knew that he knew? You know, there's a lot in this right, right, yeah. story that we don't know or we have to maybe guess at. But I we do believe the words were inspired and that that Jesus and, and his mother had this interaction and that a miracle resulted of it. But it, it is it's interesting way to start it. They have no wine like. Yeah. drawing his attention to that and now for for us the reader needs to know that there's consequences for them running out of wine so by her saying that i think jesus knows ooh, that could be really shameful and embarrassing for them and by his mother bringing it up and they probably either have family connections these folks or community connections so these are people they care about in some way and you know she's she's saying without saying it, but because of the, the cultural values around the wedding and around hosting people and hospitality, she's implying this is a bad situation for them. And then the, the leap, which isn't too much of a leap, is you can do something about that. Uh, right, right. Now, she doesn't say the words, you can do something about that. But obviously, by his response, that's kind of implied, right? Right. Like He's like, well, yeah. what, what do I have to do with this? And then she... And then she continues to ex to us. It seems like she expects him to do something because she tells the servants to do whatever Jesus tells them to do. So yeah, there seems to be an expectation that something's going to happen. I don't I don't know if she knew like did was he going to run down to the corner grocery store, grab some more wine, uh, send out the disciples to pick it up. I. I don't know. The scripture doesn't tell us exactly uh, what she intended or thought he might do, but I think what he did probably wasn't what was expected. Um, and certainly when we look at the life of Jesus, he often works in ways that we don't expect. Um, and usually those ways are better than uh, if usually all the time the ways that let me be clear <laughs> all the time that jesus uh does things is better than if we had uh done it the way that we would mm. if that makes sense yeah yeah it does and you know this situation there's a lot we don't know in the story but we do know what happened is he took a a, a socially 
potentially a controversial situation or embarrassment difficulty. And through, through his abilities, through his identity as the, the son of God, he transformed normal things like water and these stone jars, even if they were used for religious pur purposes, they're not magical, but, but Jesus changed the water into wine. He, he does a transformation. And so he takes a potentially devastating situation for this family, or at least shameful and embarrassing. And he improves it greatly. He makes a better celebration. He makes, he makes the party go on and be better. So he saves them from, from a problem and, and takes them to something even better. It reminds me when he says he came to give us life and life abundance. So he comes into our, our, our death or our potentially, not potentially, but problematic lives that, that, that are messed up. And he comes in and says, okay, I'm going to take what you are and I'm going to make a better life and an abundant life out of it. And so he does that right here with his first miracle. It, it solves the immediate problem, but it's also, uh, he abundantly solves it. I mean, we're talking 150 gallons of wine. Uh, one commentary I, I read said, this would be so much wine that the guests would probably be taken care of. And they, if those jars were full of wine, they would have realized, oh, we have wine to, to sell or to use for the next few months. It's a lot of wine. Uh, it would have had to be a huge wedding party uh, just, you know, to, to consume all that wine. Because um, remember, we're, there are a few days into the wedding, probably. So they, anyway, um, so yeah, God takes our problems and, uh, and makes something good out of them. He takes our earthly stuff and transforms it into, um, to awesome stuff, you know, that's not very deep, but you, you get my meaning. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's a yeah. great song, um, great song by a group called Gunger. I, I, I don't know if that's how you say it or not, but you make beautiful things out of us. You make beautiful things out of dust talking about God really cool. Cause he does, he takes, you know, he takes what we are and transforms it into something uh, wonderful. He did that here with a tremendous effect. He took water, which is ordinary. And uh, my son, Asher, he would say, it's boring. Water's boring. And he turns it into something that's full of flavor and uh, is better. And everybody agrees that it's better. Uh, but they don't all know where it came from. Uh, but a few key people do. And I love how the the miracle has there's a response that comes from it, which is that some people, uh, the disciples in particular, believed in him or believed in him a little bit more. Um, and that's, yeah, so God did this cool thing. And, uh, you know, it's really cool that, that the kingdom of God is made. Whoops. No, go ahead. Froze up yeah. I, I okay. But the kingdom. <laughs> the kingdom of God is the kingdom of God is made manifest in their presence or, you know, that that Jesus is doing something that can't just be done by earthly powers. So something spiritual happens in their presence. And yet some of the people just go on with their normal earthly thing. They just they don't even know that a miracle happened. Right. They just Ooh, wow. Good wine. You know, drink, drink, drink. Uh, and yet there's other people there who see it happen. And who are the people that know that something of God happened? servants and disciples right so basically there's a message there right if you want to 
be about the kingdom of God. If you want to see spiritual things happening in this world and in your life, you got to be seeking what the Lord is doing. You got to be a servant or a disciple and servants are disciples and disciples are servants. And, and so in this first miracle, I don't think that's an accident. The people who really see what's going on, who know that that wine was, was just water just a few seconds ago, uh, they're either servants or disciples in this story. And, and so if you want to see God's miracles in this world, you want to see lives changed. Um, you've got to be one of his servants. You've got to be one of his disciples. Um, yeah. yeah. Anything else on this story, Tim? Oh God. Well, I think there's a ton more, but part of yeah. that is that you're going to be sharing uh, from the scripture on Sunday uh, during our worship services, which will be available on Facebook and YouTube and um, the audio is available on our website afterward. And so people can join us for worship on Sunday to, to hear your message about this topic and, and, and more than what we've had time to talk about today, or if, or, or any other time after Sunday, they'll be able to catch that. You can go back and find it on our social media platform. So, but hopefully they can tune in, pay attention, join us for worship and, and uh, open your heart to what God has for all of us in this story, in this time. It's here for a reason. It's here for us. Uh, so what is, what is God trying to tell us? Hey, Tim, if they, if they listen or watch the sermon again, is that a reprise or is that not a reprise? That's a reprise. Yes. <laughs> okay. We better sign up. <laughs> Great. Well, it's been good to be with you, Corey, and good to be with all of you. And we thank you for listening and watching. This has been Tim Seavers and Pastor Corey uh, coming to you from our Hilltop Studios in the rolling hills of Palouse, Washington. Uh, soon to be snow covered, probably. And we hope that you have a blessed week. <laughs>